0: This program is brought to you by babawaymedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uluga'a, Oklahoma. Sheep without a shepherd. This is our topic today, here on Quiet Moments. In Matthew chapter 9, looking at verses 35 and 36, the Bible says, "...then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people." But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Oftentimes, as we look at this uh, scripture here, Matthew nine thirty-five and 36, we look at it as, as those who, as the shepherd needing to, trying to bring the sheep to him. And no doubt, the Lord is our shepherd, as we find taught clearly throughout scripture numerous times over and over again. But today, in the next few times we get together here, I want us to consider some some reasons why sheep do not allow the allow the Lord or allow God to be their shepherd, and so we want to begin by thinking about some reasons why some sheep do not follow the shepherd. One of the reasons we think we that comes to mind when we think about reasons why some sheep do not follow the shepherd is the belief that you know best. sometimes man will act or save. Uh, things such as or act or say and behave in such ways as if to convey the idea that they believe they will handle things, that they can just handle whatever comes their way, they'll, they'll deal with it. They don't need God. Maybe they don't say these things with their words, though sometimes man does say that, but many times by their actions. This can be said by the lack of being, the lack of faithfulness, the lack of being present for worship services and things like that. But think about this for a 2nd look at Proverbs chapter 13. In Proverbs chapter 13, and looking with me here at verse 15, here the Bible says, good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. You think about this idea that we can handle things ourselves, this is a way of thinking that has failed repeatedly, over and over again. We have seen in the Bible, from Genesis through Revelation, we find examples of those who thought they could do things on their own, or they would do things their own way. Well, it has failed. And we think about this idea here in Proverbs 13, verse 15, we says, The way of the unfaithful, the way they do things, the way they live, the decisions they make, result, as he says here in verse 15, that way, that life is hard. Now let's also think about another verse that's very familiar. Proverbs chapter Fourteen, and looking at verse twelve, here the Bible says, "There's a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. It seems right it feels like this is the right thing to do, but the end result is it brings harm, and the end result can result can come about to be spiritual death. Another reason behind how reason behind why some sheep do not follow the shepherd is their trust issues. Trust issues. When you rely on yourself alone, you show God you do not trust Him. Think about, the, think about that for a moment. How do you show? More some other ways that really that fall along with this. How do you show you have trust issues with God? How do we show that we are not relying on God as we should? One way is to is to is your lack of faithfulness to Him. It is impossible to show faithfulness to show faithfulness. Uh, to God by your own unfaithfulness. It is impossible to show your to show your faithfulness to God by your unfaithfulness. I mean you can't be faithfully be unfaithful to God and then at the same time convince him that you are faithful to him. Disloyalty does not show loyalty. Next, we also think about this, we as we think about some trust issues. You do not pray to God as you should. Another sign of trust issues with God. You do not pray to him as you should. It is impossible to have a relationship with someone that you don't talk to. Can you imagine not talking to your spouse or to your best friend, but yet you want them to believe that, you, that, you, uh, that they are important to you, that you want to have that friendship or that relationship with them, but you never talk to them. Friends, imagine how God must feel when we do not talk to him in prayer as we go to God through Christ. Another way we show our trust issues with God is you don't read and study as you should. It's impossible to really know God if you don't try to know him. You know, those who we care about and want to be close to, we want to learn about them. We want to know what their interests are. We want to know another you know, background and, and some of their, you know, uh, desires and endeavors and, and hopes for this life. Some things they, they would like to accomplish, but more importantly with God. If we want to know him, we have to be those who open up his word that tells us all we need to know about God. Another way we show our trust issues with God is you do not make God a priority. It's impossible to show God he is important when he is not important. To show God that he is important, you have to actually make him a priority. You have to show not just by your words, but by your actions that God is important to you. And our last few thoughts here for, for us today to consider is, as you think about some reasons why sheep do not allow God to be their shepherd, you, you believe that, your, beliefs, that you, your belief that your beliefs are right, the idea that your beliefs are the right way to do things. And we know this is true when we hear people say things and behave in such ways to convey the, to convey the idea of, that they don't see anything wrong with it, whatever the activity may be. If they see nothing wrong with it, they believe. Well, that's good enough. I don't see the problem with it. I don't see an issue with it. So that's really all that matters. Consider Isaiah fifty-five and verse nine. Here the Bible says, "For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts." This is being, this is God here speaking. He's saying that His ways, His standard. His standard of morality, his standard of right and wrong, his standard of faithfulness, what is faithful and what is not, is higher than ours. And so when we have that temptation to say to ourselves or to others that I don't see anything wrong with it, even though the Bible speaks against it, friends, the Bible is always right. We are never, our knowledge and our standard never supersedes that of the Bible. Some, we think about this idea of your belief, that your beliefs are right. Some have the idea that it's easier and more convenient this way. That is, they'll do things in a certain way in in the church or maybe in their own lives, and even though it's sinful, they say, well, it's easier and just more convenient to do things this way. Notice Malachi chapter 1 and verse 13. Here the Bible says, You also say, Oh, what a weariness, and you sneer at it, says the Lord of hosts. And you bring me the stolen, the lame, and the sick. Thus you bring an offering should I accept this from your hands, says the Lord? And so we find here in Malachi 1, verse 13, they're bringing God their offering. We remember in the Old Testament, there were they were standards. It had to be without spot and blemish. It had to be a perfect, unharmed uh, uh, lamb without any broken bones, any spots. It had to be completely clean. And they see here in verse 13 that this idea is weariness, That's it's just too much. They're not going to do things that way. It's inconvenient. Look what he says again in verse 13 of Malachi chapter 1. You also say, oh, what a weariness, referring to their offerings, and you sneer at it, says the Lord of hosts. You bring me not the uh, perfect, not the blameless, not that without, uh, without spot or blemish, rather. But he says instead here in verse 13, you bring the stolen, the lame, and the sick, thus you bring an offering. Should I accept this from your hands, says the Lord? Well, as so we continue reading there, the Lord says he's not going to accept that. Just because we think something is easier and more convenient doesn't mean that God approves of it. Another thing we want to consider as we think about your belief that your beliefs are right is the idea that, well, some will say, well, I don't think it's sin, so I don't care. This is very similar to what we saw a moment ago in Isaiah 55 and verse 9 when we talked about those who say they don't see anything wrong with it or here those who say, well, I don't think it's sin, I don't think it's wrong. You know, I've heard people say, well, I don't know what the Bible says, but I believe Friends, that's wrong. We shouldn't be thinking that way. We should be thinking, I know what the Bible says, and I'm going to do it. Look at Judges chapter 21. In Judges chapter 21, looking at verse 25, here the Bible says, In those days there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes, not according to God or according to Scripture, but according to their own eyes, what they believed to be right. This is spoken of in a way where God is condemning this. And lastly, as we think about this final point of your belief, that your beliefs are right, some will say, well, no one knows. No one's going to find out. God doesn't know. After all, you know, it wasn't posted online. It wasn't sent out to hundreds of people. So God's not going to know. No one else is going to know. Look at Psalm 94, beginning in verse 7. Here the Bible says, Yet they say, The Lord does not see, nor does the God of Jacob understand. Understand you, senseless among the people, and you fools! When will you be wise? He who planted the ear, shall he not hear? He who formed the eye, shall he not see? He who instructs the, the nations, shall he not correct? He who teaches man knowledge. Think about this for a second. He says here in verse seven of Psalm ninety-four, yet the Lord does. They say that yet the Lord does not see. Nor does the God of Jacob understand. Friends, the Lord most definitely sees. The psalmist also bears out the Lord looks down from heaven upon sons of men to see if there are any who understand, any who seek God. And here in Psalm ninety four and verse seven, we find those sad words The Lord does not see, nor does the God of Jacob understand. It's the idea that's almost like they're saying, God understand how hard it is. Friends, what a terrible way of thinking. And look at verse say, look at the Lord's response. Understand, you senseless among the people. He's talking about those who say the Lord doesn't see and the Lord doesn't understand. He calls them senseless people. And then we find next he calls them fools because they're acting foolish. And you fools, he says, when will you be wise? It's like saying, when will you smarten up and realize the Lord sees all? He who planted the ear, shall he not hear? The Lord hears everything. He who formed the eye, shall he not see? The Lord sees everything. He who instructs the nations, shall he not correct? Yes, the Lord corrects those who are in error. And he who teaches man knowledge. Who does the teaching? Who does the correcting? Who does the hearing of all that man says? And who does all the seeing of all that man does? It's God. So as we close today, and we'll come back and continue this study next time, but think, ask yourself, are we behaving in this way? Are we acting like sheep that do not want a shepherd? We well, thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Wave Media by visiting us at BibleWaveMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.